coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. Bear with us as we hook up our Wii Speak and log on to Miiverse. We're talking about Nintendo online services. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with you. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, joined as always by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. How's it going, Mark? It's going great. Good? Yeah. To hear. Um, if you were on The Price is Right, what game would you hope to get? Oh, geez. You know, I forget the names of The Price is Right games. Or which one do you Every, think you'd be good at? Thing, like, do you I think even, you'd be good at The I, Price is Right? No, probably not. Yeah, I think I'd be real bad. Most of my memories of watching The Price is Right are based on me in the early 90s watching it in my parents' basement. And so those prices, which at some point I probably got pretty good at guessing, would be way wrong now. It also makes me realize that I don't really know the price of things. Oh, absolutely. A stove. Yeah, like $600? (laughs) Sure. $1,200? Four grand. I don't know. I have have no idea. Nintendo Switch, $300. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just go and buy it. Yeah, exactly. If it's like something I need, (laughs) I'm going to buy it no matter what. If it's a stove, I'm not buying it. Yeah, that's a good point. Look, you and I, we're in a renter's economy. Uh We're never going to own anything, I don't think. No. My girlfriend just bought a car. Must be nice. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she's got like a loan on it, but I'm saying uh, it it all it all seems like a fantasy. You should never really own anything. The economy is crumbling. Uh, If the last two days, oops, the last two days, four days ago. (laughs) Look, we record these things on Monday. (laughs) The illusion has been torn. Uh, But you know what has not been torn, Mark? The reputation of The Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time. That is right. Uh, We are going to be ranking those dungeons. Uh, I, I believe that we're going to be doing this episode for March 1st. Uh-huh. Uh, it is a, it's a, it's a Thursday. We had previously been saying that it was going to happen in February. You know, February is a short month. So yeah, the, the end of February. Which is March 1st. <laughs> By <laughs> right? definition. <laughs> right? Um, we are going to be ranking the dungeons in The Legend of Zelda, The Ocarina of Time. Mark and I know that game pretty well, but, uh, you know, there are details we forget. So if you want to clue us in on any of your favorite details on those dungeons, uh, please do. If you want to rank them for us, we may not use your ranking exactly. But it would help us. It helps us. It helps us. Look, normally it's just Mark and I arguing with each other for these things. Which, don't get me wrong, is fun. Yeah, we like doing it. But if the two of us could team up and argue against you, I mean, that sounds even better to me. (laughs) <laughs> or what if uh, me and a listener team up against you? Oh, man. That's my nightmare. <laughs> uh, so you can write in with all that stuff to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com and be a part of the show. You've got a couple weeks to gather your thoughts. And when you're sending us your thoughts on Ocarina of Time's Dungeons, yeah. maybe a li- ranking, what else could they send us, Patrick? They could also send us a request to borrow Sonic Forces on the Nintendo Switch. 
Um, this is a Sonic the Hedgehog game. It's in 3D. I didn't enjoy playing it. Would you like to borrow it? You can. Here's all you have to do. Send me your address by writing an email to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Shows up in your mailbox or P.O. box or however you get your mail. <laughs> and you play it and then send it right on back to me. It costs you how much, Mark? Nothing. It costs a big nothing. And you could be playing Sonic Forces for free in your own home it's the or dr- on the go. Yeah, or in an apartment that you rent. Right. It's well, a renter's economy. It is a it's a renter and it's a borrower's economy, actually. Oh. We're just I right? Yeah, I guess sure. It's a service based economy. I believe you. I mean <laughs> I wouldn't pay more than three dollars for a gallon of milk. No way. For a gallon? Yeah. Here's the thing, sometimes I'll go organic and you know, oh, well, I, then it's I know like, that's gonna cost me a little bit. Yeah, more. like eight bucks. I also I grew up in Wisconsin, I feel like I drink too much uh, milk for an adult. But it's it's something I've come to terms with. It's just a part of who I am. Mark, let's get into this and talk about Nintendo's online services. Now, this is by no means a uh, complete or comprehensive view of Nintendo's online services or online services in general. No. These are going to be our experiences with them. Yeah. Um, is the first, when you think of Nintendo and, and online, um, from what, what, what do you think of where, where does your mind go first? Like what are your primary Nintendo online experiences? Uh, probably on the Wii, honestly. Yeah, me too. Like uh, the most time spent for sure. And like the most time just spent with the fact that it's connected to the internet. Um, I mean, not only is the Wii virtual console something you know, a, a a great resource for classic games. But, like, you know, I remember messing around with that, like, We Vote channel. Yeah. And the Weather channel, or even the News channel. I would just leave the News channel on, and it would, like, bounce around the world. It was such a novelty back then. And I think yeah. that's part of the reason why I spent so much time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, because now we just expect everything to be connected. Yes. Yeah, and, it, you know, it would be weird to, like, turn on the TV and fire up the Wii to check the weather. And there's a lot of, like, uh, uniformity and function now yes. when that didn't really exist before. Do you know what I mean? Like, now when it's, like, online services for a game console, we know what we, we expect that to be. Yes. Whereas, like, in the Wii era, this was before everybody had iPhones, before everybody had all of that, like, information yeah immediately available to them i mean it is pointedly after the xbox 360 though yeah but xbox 360 didn't to my uh my memory of it again is this it, is just our experience yeah is we it, are not experts it didn't have like a news channel right no a that's weather correct. channel yeah. it may have like surfaced some weather information but i don't think so i think it was it was very um uh it was like gaming focused yeah absolutely yeah. um so but there really weren't, especially on the Wii, really weren't actual gaming applications or like active gaming applications and were they, for, for the online service. And when they were, they were fairly bad. Like, uh, I guess, like most notoriously, uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl. Right. Uh, I mean, almost literally unplayable. I don't think I ever played a, a, a match. And I tried it a bunch because I was big into Brawl for a while. Um, but like... Yeah, it was really, really, really poor service. Uh, the matchmaking never followed through, and like I think they knew that it was a huge problem. They because, did because they put you in like 
you could you could fight with the people you had locally in the meantime, like while you waited for it to match you with people. Well, they also knew it was bad because I'm pretty sure when uh, Wii U and 3DS, when the Smash version yeah. for those, like I think Sakurai specifically called out that the online was going to be good this time. Oh, well, that's that's good. <laughs> uh, the um, the online experience with Mario Kart on the on the Wii, so Mario Kart Wii, um, was also pretty rough. But it would connect, at least. Yeah, I remember it being fine. I don't yeah. remember having issues with it. Um, it's just, I mean, and I guess this is true even now on uh, Wii U and Switch. It's just incredibly limited um, that, you know, you don't... I guess you have, like, an avatar in the form of your me. But, like, it just, it just doesn't give you a lot of options to control what you're playing or when you're playing or who you're playing with. Yeah, and I think it's the who you're playing with. Yeah, that has always been an Achilles heel for Nintendo. Yeah, so I mean, elephant in the room, uh, the biggest I, I think failing of uh, Nintendo's online services in the past and present <laughs> is voice chat. Right? Um, there's no way to, no real way to talk to your friends as you're playing a game with them. Right. And like we know that, uh, you know, Splatoon two sort of like halved its way around it by having that phone app um which ha- have there been any more like additions to the nintendo switch uh iphone app i don't think so i mean i think they have released a few like stability updates right but no i mean i so like specifically no, no the... like there's no like splatnet equivalent for any other game yeah so that's very strange right yeah it, it does make me wonder and i guess uh this is jumping ahead a little bit so we won't talk about it too much now it makes me wonder wh- like what that phone app what the nintendo switch like online phone app looks like in a world with a fully featured it just seems like it'll be completely rewritten yeah completely redone yeah or discarded entirely yeah like yes also potentially true um so what other i'm just i'm just trying to think of like what other sort of um you know connected experiences we've had with nintendo well do you remember online services what was it called on the ds like um because did you ever play nintendo ds online yeah i mean mario kart i I played mario kart ds online which had a huge problem with uh, it was called snaking it was a, a way of drifting that allowed you to just like destroy everyone um but yeah like yeah i i uh, convinced my friend Siri to buy one of the, and she's a real person and not just a phone app, <laughs> um, uh, to buy a, uh, a DS our senior year in college because we were like, you know, obviously going away to different places. And it was like, no, we can play Mario Kart. We can continue to play Mario Kart together if we both have these things. And, you know, I was in, uh, she was in Minneapolis and I was in, um, Wisconsin. So we weren't super far apart, but far enough apart that it would have been impractical for us to play Mario Kart together. Um, and I remember that work, you know, obviously you need to be on the phone with each other while you're working it out, uh, and, and all of that, but like it, it worked and you could, you could do it. Um, but I'm, I'm hard pressed to think of other, if I had any other real online experiences with the, DS. It didn't even have like a, a store, right? Once once the DSI came out. But that was just strictly like DSI where. Yes, that's yeah. right. So there there weren't like virtu- there was no virtual console to speak of and there was no you, you couldn't, couldn't buy, buy retail games. Right. Um 
And I mean, you couldn't buy, is this true? Check me on this. Uh, th- on the Wii, you couldn't buy retail games. I think that's true. On, on, on the Wii. Only the WiiWare and virtual console games. Man, what it, it, I mean, I understand it's been, you know, 15 years, whatever. Not quite, but it's, it's been more than 10 years. Um, but just the way that we take games in and what we expect of them in regards to connectivity is crazy uh, how, how much it's changed. So uh, really, I guess the, uh, the, our, our real exposure to Nintendo online stuff has been in the form of, uh, for me, the Wii U, and for the two of us, both of us, the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, what, uh, what, what, what games have you played on 3DS that you know, like actually ended up using? It's, it's kind of tough, right? To, to I don't think know of... that I've done any. Like, I don't even know if I took Smash online. I took Smash Online a, a little bit, um, but it's hard because, like, one of the things that I like about the 3DS is, you know, packing it up and taking it places. And, you know, if you're in, like, a hotel or something, it's weird to try and, con- you know what I mean? You got to, like, open a browser or something. I did take advantage of the 3DS eShop, of course, allowed it, allowed full game downloads. Yeah. And so uh, initially, like, when I first got my 3DS, I had games... I was buying physical copies of games, but now I pretty much buy everything. Oh, I digitally. still have your copy of A Link Between Worlds, by the way. It's right <laughs> here. This is a game I borrowed from you like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and I came across it recently, uh, and I just hear, here you can have this back. <laughs> you should just keep it. Did you ever play it? Were you uh, able to- I played like a little bit of it. <laughs> <laughs> and I know it's supposed to be one of the best. Whatever. Um... I, I speaking of Zelda on 3DS, I did play a fair amount, if not all, of Hyrule Warriors. Nope, that's not right. Triforce Heroes is the name of that game, um, and I played it like online with randos. Uh, and the the premise of the game is that you're three links uh, going into basically little dungeons together, um, and it's the kind of game that feels like it requires like tight coordination between three players. Uh, but you know, again, there's no voice chat or anything, and all you can do are like spam these little communication buttons, uh, where you're just like, yeah, or um, throw or use item or whatever. Um, and so like, it it was a total crapshoot as to whether you were whether it was going to be a fun experience with people who were actually like playing the game with you, or you know, one troll in there that was just trying to have fun by messing you up. Yeah. Um. So that's a frustrating experience, but I, you know, I guess that's just online interactions in general. Um, trying to think of what else I played, or so here, here's something, um, and I think one place where uh, Nintendo, uh, specifically Game Freak, has done something smart with online services is Pokemon Bank. Um, Pokemon Bank allows you to upload Pokemon from whatever version of the game you're playing uh, to be downloaded in other versions. So if you've got a Pikachu that you've been working on for a while and you want to bring him over to another platform, you can. It only goes one direction, though, right? You can only funnel to newer versions. You can't. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think the Pokemon has to exist in the. You know, there's no way that you're going to be able to bring a. uh, a Rowlet into Pokemon Red. You right. Know, like, that doesn't make sense. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, um, it, it's all about carrying the, the Pokemon forward. Um, but I think that is cool and a 
Um, I think that offers something that you don't see very often in online services, a way of like maintaining continuity of your play experience. Um, I mean, I guess we see that a little bit in the Miis, uh, that uh, from Wii to 3DS to Wii U, that you can bring your same avatar all the way through. Um, and I suppose even on uh, the Switch, and we could have brought them into um, Mitomo as, mm-hmm. as well. R.I.P. R.I.P. Mitomo. Um, so, I don't know. Is, is that anything? It's not something I care about. The the me part, but I mean the uh, the the Pokemon Bank thing is interesting and uh, not something that I, I see any other like online services well, what doing. I, but what I think is interesting about this discussion is that for Nintendo platforms, when we're talking about their online services, we're talking about it in a very piecemeal type of way, mm. where it's like game to game, developer to developer. When that's such a, in to my mind, like a kind of archaic way of viewing sure. online services. Whereas now we expect everything to be and what the what Sony and Microsoft have um, provided for like two generations now is an all encompassing where you don't have to think about it. Right. You're not you don't have to worry about how this game is going to work versus another game, you know, like might having different like setup and systems and all of that kind of stuff. It's all unified. Yeah, well, and so I, this is, I think, as good a point as any to kind of transition over to like the next part of this topic, which is uh, how we have experienced online uh, services from other providers, like you say, Microsoft or Sony, um, and just like what what are the like common things that we come to expect from them? Well, I think for me, the biggest differentiator between Microsoft, Sony, and what Nintendo does online is with Microsoft and Sony it works intuitively and i just expect it to work yes right like i mm-hmm. get online how I, without much thought um everything like yeah everything just like works how i expected to whereas i feel like with all of nintendo's online services previously you've had to figure out what's going on yeah and like kind of decode it and you know in in a way like translate it back into the languages you are familiar with which are sony and microsoft um but i mean like some some of the like if we can just call out what some of those things are like um you know voice chat for example um friend codes yeah like yeah having like a party system yeah right where like you and i before we've even hopped into a game can start chatting with each other and then we can hop into a game and have Mm -hmm. that party chat continue and right. there's like no friction. Right. That we're just able to continue to communicate with each other without a phone yeah. involved. It makes it a social experience. Yeah. And yeah, instead of like a, a lopsided like game experience where you're occasionally communicating with someone. Um, something else is uh, you know, a uh trophy or achievement system, which is you know, not just something that you have to track your own accomplishments, but that other people can see. Yeah, and it's something that Nintendo has not really shown any interest in. Again, it's one of those things where individual games, sometimes third-party games or right. indie games, will like implement its own trophy system or its own like reward system. Uh, back when the Switch launched, there were kind of like rumors, uh, a developer hinting at it that Nintendo was oh, working yeah. on its own achievement-type system. 
if we end up seeing that, which I would not be surprised if we see that when this big online uh, launch happens in September, Mm -hmm. I don't think it'll work exactly like achievements or trophies. I think there's going to be some sort of Nintendo spin on it. What that is, I have no clue. Yeah, so I mean, I think the the Wii U got close, um, and not in any sort of like outward facing way. It was all very like still user focused, um, but a lot of uh, especially possibly exclusively Nintendo first party games had uh, stamps that you earned um, sometimes as like extra collectibles or you know whatever. Um, they were in Mario Kart, they were in um, Mario Maker, they were in Super Mario 3D World Land World world um and so like you know as as you were collecting these things you could use them in meverse posts and then people i guess could see those but like it's it's a very you know it's still a i don't know it's it's a nintendo like twist on that uh but it's still not not quite it doesn't really serve the exact same purpose one thing i'm really looking for in an online service and you know Sony and Microsoft and really I guess this is more game specific because this would be handled by different developers but kind of the expectation is I want to be able to play with the people like when I want to do it and so tell me what you mean like take Splatoon 2 for example I will right like if we wanted to play together Splatoon 2 makes that very difficult to do online. Yes. Right? Especially if we try to get, like, a group of three or four of us. And I think some of that is probably for, like, competitive reasons. But even in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, I still have no clue how to play with you. Yeah. It should be very easy, right? That we should just be able to hop in there, see our friend list, and be like, tap, 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 tap. It's a touch screen. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then just be playing with those people. Like, it, it shouldn't be complicated and it seems like nintendo chooses to make that either impossible or very opaque yeah and uh i'm sure they have their reasons for doing it i'm sure they think that it makes the game more fun but that's like a limitation that's always been frustrating to me yeah oh yeah I'll, i'll agree with that entirely what do you think about um i mean obviously nintendo in the past has been good about uh virtual console and like classic games and stuff like that um as well as uh, retail games being uh, available. Um, But what do you think about the kinds of um, like free or streaming options that uh, programs like PlayStation Plus or um, what's the PlayStation streaming thing? What's it called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. Um, Like the Netflix for PlayStation? Yeah. I can't remember what that's called. Uh, They purchased gaikai to do it it doesn't matter what it's called um but it is a it's a streaming classic gaming service um and you know xbox has their uh game pass service uh which is another basically you know you pay a monthly fee and then there are all these games that you can download and play as you want um but uh you know uh, and like on top of that um they have like games with gold um and playstation like i said has playstation plus which is free games as part of your online service. Um, have you uh, used any of those or like have any experience like getting those free games? And, yeah, and I feel them? like I never really took advantage of uh, the PlayStation, the PSN Gold, you know, like the plus. free, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, plus, like the free games that come with that. Uh, That's how I played Resident Evil 5. 
Was oh on the PS3? Yeah. Yeah, so I only ever had a uh, uh PS PSN Plus or PS Plus subscription with my PS4. Uh sure. which does not play uh PS3 games. Right. Cuz that would have been perfect. Cuz there were a lot of games on the PS3 like BioShock uh Infinite and yep, stuff that's that how I, I wanted that, game. that I wanted to play but have never been available and for the longest time in the early days of the PS4 when I was playing a lot of it the pickings were pretty slim. Yeah. Yeah, and they're still not super great, I feel like. Although I want to say there's something interesting on there now, but I can't think of what it is. Um, that's how I played Thomas Was Alone, uh, which is a game that's really cool and I, I liked a lot. Um, but it's a, it's a great service. And I think they add a lot of that stuff in there to help justify the $60 price. Yes, that's right. So the, these services, this is something that should be mentioned, these services are not cheap, right? Um, like both uh, the Xbox, Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus are between $50 and $60 a year. And if you want to add, you know, the Xbox Game Pass um, or the PlayStation thing that I cannot remember what it's called, the, those are also those also cost more money. Um, the Xbox Game Pass, I believe, is fifty dollars for six months or, or something along those lines, ten bucks a month, uh, ish. Um, so like those are real costs that we've never seen with uh on on a Nintendo platform. Yeah, before. I mean, we've also never seen Nintendo gate online play before. Yes. Right. Uh, with Xbox Live, since its launch with the uh 360, you had to pay in order to play with your. You had to pay to upgrade to Xbox. Box Live Gold to right, play to, with to your play friends. games online. Uh, Sony in the PS3 era didn't charge anything, but that changed with the PS4. And we're g- going to see Nintendo change with the launch of uh, Nintendo Switch Online, and that'll be $20 a year. So is this where we start to move into what we think and what we hope the nintendo switch online service actually provides us with yeah okay um so i I don't i don't really know how to structure this part of the conversation necessarily other than we should say something that we either uh hope or that we expect and just clarify which which it is okay well i'll start okay i hope that it has the bare minimum of services that psn and xbox live offer this includes party chat. Yes. Um, now, party chat with no phone. Yeah, I want it to be on like a system level. Yeah. I don't want to have to get out my smartphone and try to connect with people that way. Um, that's my hope. My expectation is that is that that will not be the case. Yeah, I guess my expectation is also that there will be no voice chat features uh, along with this. If anything, that we will continue to get uh iphone solutions yes uh which aren't just call your friends <laughs> uh what what other um the uh, features do you like the sim- simple features from uh the, i mean the other uh, i i want to be able to play with my friends right. i want to be able to play games like how i want to play them um that's another one where that's my hope and my expectation is that will not be the case yeah um yeah man what a bummer <laughs> the uh, well, I'll, I'll try to go a little bit more positive then. Um, so we've heard, obviously, uh, rumors about either NES games or Super Nintendo games being available to play either one or two at a time within, uh, with like online features 
either like leaderboards or like versus modes or whatever. Um, so that's very interesting. Uh, and I just, what I would like to see is for them to put up, you know, not two games a, a month, but like two games a week and like make those two games free for that week or free for a month as part of the service and then like lock it away under like you can buy it if you want to after. Um, but so that if, if there's like a moment when we're all playing bubble bobble and like vying for high scores and we're able to play with each other online or whatever, and then it becomes like just sort of a, a classic console game after that. Great. Um, I just like, I, Nintendo's obviously got such a big back catalog to, to sort through that it would be really cool to have like an incentivized way to be revisiting them as part of a community. Um, but I mean, I, again, for that to work, I would like to be able to talk to people and I would like to, you know, play with the people I want to play with. Yeah, I mean, really, one of the most exciting things for me about the Nintendo Switch Online service is the promise of these, like, classic games being able to play them again. Like, yeah. some, maybe not the return of uh, Virtual Console as we knew it, but... Um, Man, it just seems so... Cr- it's, like, Virtual Console seems like such a no-brainer that I it's know. like, why isn't it there already? I'm re- I'm really worried. I, I would love to see, like, a robust Virtual Console at launch. Like, I guess, like, kind of my fear is that on top of these online games, um, even if we do see a virtual console, it's going to be the like slow trickle that yeah. we always see where, you know, Mario three is going to come out and then uh, like a month or two later, Mario world will come, you know, like, right. Which what I would love to see is these games that have been re-released every time. Like those just are uh, the vast majority of those are available at launch. And yeah. then we start seeing more interesting titles you know like those begin to trickle out over yeah. time um i wonder so i i know one of the problems with the playstation service that i can't remember um is that you know with a with a streaming service there's no way to you know eliminate lag entirely especially on something when you're streaming like the last of us or whatever um but if nintendo had a way for you to stream nes games that could happen almost instantaneously um and like not be this is me talking out my butt of course but like what the physical technical demands of streaming uh, an NES game either on the server side or on the user side should be pretty nominal right right um if Nintendo and I know they would never do this this is a this is a dream scenario but if Nintendo just made all of their Nintendo published NES games available to stream seems like it wouldn't cost that obviously there would be some there would be some cost associated with it but it's just the library was there to stream as just part of your uh you know switch online service i feel like that would be that'd be huge it would be huge right um and like the games are small enough and quick enough and whatever that it seems like it could be an imminently digestible and doable thing technically speaking but again this is me talking out my butt right and uh to get my butt flapping as well yeah yeah it seems like snes games yes would not be out of the realm of possibility you, because as, it, side, as as far as like file size goes 
like right. ROM size. They are also small files. I mean, yeah. you you see this thing all the time, right? Of uh, someone will post uh, an image of Super Mario Brothers on like Twitter or Facebook or something with the text like, "By the way, this JPEG." is more data than the entirety of the original Super Mario Brothers. So like if they if all they're installing is, you know, on your Switch an NES emulator and the ability to stream it, like it seems like it should be able to get that information almost instantaneously. Yeah, that would be awesome. I just I just want it, Mark. Um I do feel like with the the with them charging, there does come an expectation of quality. Uh, y- y- yes, I do agree. They're charging so much less than everybody yes. else, which makes you do have to temper expectations. You have to temper expectations, but it's uh, like it's a bummer to me that it's so cheap. Like I would almost rather it be sixty dollars, so I could be like, okay, great. Like it's going to be good. I trust it's going to be worth the be, money. Yes, yeah. Um, and so I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to do with that other than like, well. It's going to be, it's probably going to be a, a cheap service. What do you make of the idea that the Switch Online service should or could be launching alongside a big online game? Mm, well, I'm willing to put down a million dollar bet. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'd this love to is take my you up wager. on this million dollar bet. This is my wager. And this is the order of operations in which uh, everything will happen. Okay. E3 in June. Super Smash Brothers, like Deluxe or whatever they end up calling it, mm-hmm. will four be, plus. Yes, will be announced. It'll include all the content from the 3DS and Wii U games in one package. Uh, plus ri- Ribbon Girl. Yes, plus Ribbon Girl and uh, an Inkling. Sure. And then for release in September, alongside uh, the Switch Online service. So here's. I don't think this is a bad idea, and I will not bet against it. Okay. <laughs> um, here's one thing that was very prominent in Smash Brothers on the Wii U. When you, uh, you could go into like the, the history or gallery or whatever and see the games that these characters were from, and then you could do a quick demo of them and then purchase them from the eShop. If that is what this is, if it is like, here's Smash Brothers it's basically an advertising tool to get you to all of these uh, other games that are, by the way, available on the eShop, then yeah, absolutely, I'm there. Man, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Um, do you think there's... A, is there another answer to... That's I mean, not Smash Brothers? That's not Smash Brothers. I mean, first of all, do you think that they can launch this thing without a game? Yeah, I think they could. You think I, they could? I, I think especially if it's the return of classic... Yeah, the return Games of Virtual on Console. Switch. Yeah. yeah, then yes, I think you can totally get away with it. Um, but I don't think they will. Yeah, yeah. But that, I also don't know what else it would be if it's not Smash Brothers, unless it's some like IP that we don't know about. Sure, it's the retro thing. Yeah, Raven's, it's Raven Blade. <laughs> Raven Blade online. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think you're right that if it's not Smash, it isn't anything and it feels unlikely again just unlikely to me Splatoon that, 3! <laughs> that yeah or like a third party is going mm. to um like call of duty or something is going to fill that that would be crazy right <laughs> that that would be crazy especially in september i think those usually come out in november yeah 
cool it got. Destiny two. <laughs> you know, but it, Red yeah, Dead like, Redemption. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know, I don't, I don't. Uh, of the known third party IPs, I don't know what fills that void on a Nintendo platform. Do you think there will be any? I mean, may- maybe this is part of it. Is that Nintendo has been lining up their third party partners to you know play nice with the with the online service and that they've because we were originally supposed to have this thing in summer of last year right right um we thought to coincide with the launch of splatoon 2 um and you know now here we are uh several months later and it will be over a year after it was originally promised that that we actually get it um but i wonder if any of that has to do with getting those online features working for um people who aren't nintendo I guess here's another candidate, uh, Mario Maker, because the original Mario Maker had a notoriously bad sharing program for, uh, you know, getting your levels out to other people. It was poorly, um, what's the word I'm looking for, where you curate, it's poorly Mm. curated, um, and discoverability was just a nightmare like it is in most, uh, most things, but like, that's something that doesn't work without an online service. Um, and could be like a, a blockbuster thing if it if it comes out with with the online service. Yes, and I I also I did think of a third party game that would be big for it to launch with GTA Five. That's really good. I mean, is that is GTA Five coming to Switch? Probably not. I mean, but that would be that would be a big game to launch it with. GTA Five Grand Theft Auto Five has sold so many copies already uh-huh. um, that they're probably not super worried about, oh, here's one more market, right. one more console, here's 14.07 more million copies we could sell. Yeah. Um, but that would be big. Um, what I just had one. What about Pokemon? That would be big. Yeah. Be, I mean, obviously that would be big, but not like a Coliseum or something like that. No, it would have to be. It would have to be the Pokemon game, um, which would be the MMO. Everyone, <laughs> everyone always get wants your it to hopes be. up. Yep, hype, uh, hype now. Get hype now. Um, what other fantasy things do we have here? I'm sorry, the the million dollar bet didn't work out. I I would take that same side of the bet. Well, if there's anybody that wants to wager against me, yeah, and me together. We'll each put down a million dollars. Yeah. Send that email to Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. Gmail. And then, uh, you know, add us on Venmo <laughs> or at Nintendo Cartridge Society. Are, are, are there other, like, dream things or things that you expect or a- anything else? Like, any other predictions? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess not to be, like, a huge downer, but I really, like, I would be happy with the bare minimum. Yeah. You know, like, anything else would just would be amazing but i just wanted to like make sense be easy to use and work yeah that's like all i want yeah and and, and that feels like a fantasy it does sadly. feel like a fantasy yeah, yeah I, I feel like at best it's going to be um not at best but my my actual expectation is that it will be the you know nes and super nintendo games one or two a month with like leaderboards um that are then no longer available at the end of the month and it's a different pair of games um and that's it like (laughs) that that's that's my fear is that that is literally all this is going to be and the ability to play games online as we have been doing for free 
since uh you know since Mario Kart came out. I think if there's any reason to be hopeful, it's that outside of like the 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 phone app, mm-hmm. Nintendo services on the Switch have been good. Like the operating like the mm-hmm. uh firmware of the Switch itself is fast, responsive, the simple. eShop simple, the eShop is like fast, responsive. Um they seem to be prioritizing the right things with the Switch. Still got friend codes though. You do still have friend codes. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. We still have friend codes. I do like that it uh connects like intuitively with Twitter and Facebook. I think that's cool. Um, and I mean, like all of that stuff, it would be so nice to just have all of these social things just sort of tied together into one like gaming and just Nintendo platform. And, you know, I just want it to be this holistic thing that binds everything together. Yeah. I want it to be the force of (laughs) Nintendo. That's what I want. Well, if you have ideas about what you would like to see the Nintendo Switch online program to be, tweet them at us. We're at Nincart Society or send us an email. We are Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. All right, Mark, let's, uh, let's close out this topic. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of the show. Uh, remember, please rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff on Apple Podcasts. We're not allowed to call it iTunes anymore. <laughs> no, because, I mean, iTunes still exists. Here's the thing. Um, we were using iTunes earlier, and it was frustrating to both of us. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be using iTunes if you can at all avoid it. That's right. Use other podcast services. Which you can also rate us on. Yeah. And uh, review and subscribe. All of those things yes. help us immeasurably. We like to be discovered that way. Um, and, you know, if you're listening now and you write something about this show, probably you'll say something good because, like, we just did a really good show right uh anyway find us follow us do all that stuff um we like doing this show and we like it when you tell other people about it if you like market minds opinions we write about comic books on retconpunch.com olivia duncan made our logo our theme music is provided by ape betty if you want more of his music you can go to ape com, or you can listen right now for my co-host mark mitchell this is patrick eller is saying Keep keep listening for the new stinger at the end here. And thanks for listening.